Stephen, my wife went upstairs <laughs> earlier. I assume to have a shower. I don't know. She didn't say anything. She just left. But a phone was on the table, the Ooh. dinner table. Okay, and you went through and, it. No, no, no. It rang. While I was making dinner, the phone rang. Yeah, right. And I looked at it. It was a plus four four number, so London. And I'm thinking Jesus. she doesn't get plus four four calls, so it's a scam. Yeah. Picked it up. And thick. Why would you bother? Thick Indian accent. Oh. I'm calling from Vodafone. I said, oh, cool, cool, cool. Really? What's happening? He goes, I'm calling from Vodafone. I went, oh, yeah, cool. That's good. Are you really? He goes, yeah. I said, because you're calling from London. He goes, no, I'm in Sydney. I said, mate, your number's in London. And he gave me a Sydney number. He said, this is my number. I said, well, mate, that's not what the phone says. Uh-huh. And I just, at that point, I realized Harry and Vivi were in the next room, but I didn't care. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. I so wish I was recording. I really do. Anyway, so he goes, no, I'm from Vodafone. I said, mate, you're not from fucking Vodafone, all right? Yeah. He goes, yeah, I am. I said, well, what's my name? Firstly, he rang my wife's number, so yeah. that would have been Yeah. He goes, your name's on the – I couldn't even understand, but I'm assuming he said your name's on the bill. I went, but if you're from Vodafone, uh, what's, what's my, my name? name? Uh. Nothing. I said, you know what you are? You're a fucking scammer, and you uh. should be ashamed of yourself. And that's when Vivi walked in. I could see her in the corner of my Uh-oh. eye. Yeah. And then he goes, suck my dick. <laughs> and I went, well, they I'm not normally... going to do that. I'm not going to do that, mate. But, you know, you should be they... ashamed of yourself. I said, mate, what would your mother think of you? You're a disgusting bastard, human yeah. doing a disgusting thing. Your mother yeah. would be disgraced by you. I said, yeah. you are and just was, a grub. Was he still on the line? Yeah, he's he was, still on the line. Was he he's firing back? on me. He was just going, suck my balls, suck my dick. It's like all he knows, right? <laughs> But the worst part, it was not the best part. I couldn't respond to that because Victoria was in the room. So I went, uh, I didn't want to say, mate, your balls would take, I don't know. I could have come up with something, right? And I've just gone, mate, the bottom line is you are scum, you're a scammer, and your mother would be disgusted. Get a new yeah. job, you low dog hung up. And Victoria, her face was red with laughter. Like, she lost her mind. She was like, Dad, what are you doing? And it was just so good. You should have said, that was mum's friend. I don't like her. (laughs) (laughs) The best part was um, Amanda was upstairs, right? And so... Um, oh, so she never knew any of this happened. Didn't hear it at all, and it right. was loud too. So she must have been in did the you, shower. Did you? And did you break the news to her? Mate, or I didn't need to because little blabbermouth was oh, there. Oh no! Little, oh, I can't keep a secret, Vivi. So she went upstairs. She just Jeez. goes, "Mum, you wouldn't believe what happened on your phone." She goes, "My phone," oh, <laughs> and no. she recounted the story pretty well. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had. I've. I've like normally, there was one incident. I think oh, I got a. I knew it was a scam call. I think I might have mentioned this before. It was about. Yeah. Um, um, you know, he said oh, we're calling about your the car accident you had recently. And I'd had an accident that we you like the year. Oh before. wow! And um, and I said okay. Um, what about it? He goes. Uh, he goes. Yeah, we just need to qualify, clarify some information from you. We need some information. I said okay. Mm-hmm. Let, let's start with um. You got my details there. What sort of car was I driving? And long pause. Mm-hmm. And he says, Toyota Corolla? <laughs> He's gone with the, <laughs> one of the big the sellers. Yeah. And I went, you fucking... And, and I was <laughs> ripped into it. And he, he again said, oh, oh, okay, fuck off, fuck off, you fuck off. And then he hung up. Yeah, so. I'd love to have we the both time... And the technical knowledge, because I don't. Have yeah. you seen the YouTubers that oh, are yeah. geniuses? Oh, yeah, TikTokers that do, and do it. But they, genius, it's, yeah. it's just, fuck, mate. And they lead them on and on. They and can I, get I it, love but the... they can get into the security cameras, and they know their real yeah. names. It's so good. But I like how when some of them lead them on, and you know how like a lot of the scammers 
try to get you to um, buy go and get, gift go cards. Go and get gift cards. And the, Apple, what, the best Apple, ones are the ones yeah. that have the voice disguise and they'd be like an old lady. Yeah. Oh, yes, okay, I'll go to Target. Well, why don't I just get a Walgreens? And he's like, no, Target. And they get really angry. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. it's so good. And then, and then they're, they're talking, they're deliberately saying the wrong thing, and they go, why would you do that? No, mm. they're just angering the, the yeah. scammer, just wasting the time. Best. And I think the bottom line there is that, and I've heard a lot of them say, look, the longer I keep them on the line, the less, the less time they're they've scamming got to someone scam else. someone else, yeah. the bastards. Yeah, yeah, totally. The bludgers. That's so good. Anyway, that was my afternoon. How, how are we going to get, how's this, like, it's only going to get worse, don't you reckon? Like, do, do you, oh, you sure. think... It, it, it's they're getting more sophisticated, and there's yeah, and these like new people things. talk about all these you know scam protections and stuff, and that's great. Yeah. But the fact is, it's, it's a phone social number. engineering. Eh? It's social, but it's them talking. Un- unless to you. you disconnect your phone, you're always yeah. going to get phone numbers, and phone yeah, numbers I've are had, random. I, so, I've had a lot of calls on the radio about that. All the older older listeners worried. Oh, look, I had a scam caller, and can I get a virus from a scam call? They're really worried about. And hmm. I said, look, you can't, but. The other one was, oh, if I receive a scam text message, can I get a virus? I said, look, best thing to do, if you know it's a scam, just delete it. Like, don't, there'd be a lot of people inclined, and I've said to them, there'd be a lot of people inclined to say, go away, or something like that. And I said, that just that just proves your number's real, and you'll probably yeah. get more of them. So just best to ignore it and delete it. That's the challenge, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it was uh, good times. Yeah, like I, I often like I talk, like my parents are in there. Yeah, they're pretty savvy when it comes to that. But uh, you, you, I always sort of my dad reckons. Oh, he goes, I get three scam calls a day on mm-hmm. his home phone, and and he yeah. goes, oh, I just I don't even answer him. He, he's 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 uh, he's wise to it. Yeah, my mum, my mum gets the odd text messages offering like scam text messages saying like, yeah, here, the, what, do you want a job? You can earn $1,000 a month. <laughs> My mum says, why would I want this? Come on, who's sending me this? <laughs> so, yeah, they're, they're, they're touch wood though. They've been they're pretty savvy with that sort of stuff. Like, I, plus, I talk to them every day, so they, they know. they If they tell me about if they receive a message or something, I said, no, it's a scam. Just brush it. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Good call. I, um, I think, yeah. we, we talked on the show last night about... Briefly, did we? Did we talk about Parliament? Because you yes. brought up your your trip, right? Yeah, I went down to so Canberra we went, when I was in we, year eleven, and you went to Parliament House with your daughter. Yeah, I went today, um, or yesterday, yep. as you were listening. <laughs> Even though we brought yep. the show forward, I'm still screwed with dates. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, it's so much. I, I sat in question time. I could go every day. Really? I could. Was go, it I just so you much found fun. it interesting. I just think it's. And what was I just the topic of the discussion? What were, oh, what the, the opposition were bashing them up on. The John Hunter Hospital. There was twelve Ooh. doctors that wrote an open letter in the newspaper up there saying that shit was bad, uh. and and the premier's like, you know what? There's definitely things that could improve everywhere, and you know it's such yeah. a fun thing because it's like, you know what? Thing, of course, things could be better, and yeah. but they're like, you know what? There's a process to follow, and you know what? There's always, yeah. always a situation where even when you fix something, do something, change something, there's some people that think it should have been should have been done differently. This happens yeah. in. Every industry, and of right. course, there comes every to every industry. It's all about the budget and stuff like that too. The cost of yeah. things, doing things, and how we that, had this that moment money could be directed somewhere else. So Matt Keane, who's the treasurer, is our local member, and he knows us really yeah. well because my wife yeah. worked for him. So you know, he, he was all over Victoria saying hello and stuff to yeah, more than the other kids. It was kind of cool. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> this is the best part. I assume he won't care if I say this, but anyway, um, he he was there. Um, I can't remember what the topic was, but he was bashing them, bashing up the Labor Party for something at their conference this weekend, yeah. and he's he's going miserable mins. You know, it's very Paul Keating esque. Oh. It was, you know, and there's wow. objections because you shouldn't be saying that. He goes, "Oh, sorry, Mister Miserable Mins," like he was just <laughs> hammering. Right, it was a 
fucking solid spray, and then he sits down, and I get a message from Matt saying had to do a performance for the kids because uh, <laughs> I had uh, Victoria and his uh, and her friend there, yeah, which was right. fun. And then, then we were just texting during during question time, yeah, and I right. said to Victoria, I said, "Look, the three little dots. You know, it means he's texting." And then look over, and he is. Oh. <laughs> it was great, Victoria. Let me look. Question time. Yeah, really. Pay attention, mate. Tell him to pay no, attention. I was just bashing people up. I'm just going. This bloke's a dope. <laughs> <laughs> he's labour, but isn't he? Man, is he? Is he, he's, oh, what, no, is he I was just he, talking about random. Like if there was ah. some random talking, I'd just go. This bloke's but he's, a goose. What's his position? He's labour, isn't he? Is he Matt? Is he Matt? Matt Keane? Matt is the Liberal oh, treasurer. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. He's right, the current okay. treasurer, yeah. Oh, there you go, there you go. But it was really good because though they friends did this in thing, high places. It was kind of similar to your your venture. This was, yeah. So this is a Matt Keane thing. The local member gets, yep. you know, students from all of the local primary schools, the the leadership group, so the prefects and the school yep. captains, and they come and they sat in this theatreette and they went on a tour, and then they came back and there was Nick Far Jones, um, wow. some cricketer named David Green. Um, he plays for the Sydney Thunder, who my wife uh-huh. thinks apparently is the hottest man alive, and I'm like, definitely not, but whatever. Um, and then I, so then I texted back and said, "There's an AFLW player here who is hot." Um, she didn't respond. Um, there was a Paralympian and um, Tim Manor from the Parramatta Eels back in the day, okay. and yeah, um, yeah. they all, you know, just stood up and talked about leadership and their their journey and stuff. And mate, you know what? It was awesome, yeah, cool. awesome. Because these are, you know, 11 and 12-year-olds, right? And they're hearing experiences from people. They're hearing experiences from um, people who've done very well. And then the Mm -hmm. Premier walked in, who, you know, Matt, they always try and organise, but not always going to be guaranteed that they've got time. Just pop in, yeah, pop in. Just walked in. And, mate, it was a full – you would have loved loved this. So I knew the Premier was coming because he came down at 5 to 12 when the kids weren't back. And yeah. he's like slapping Matt on the back, going, "Hey, man!" And he's like, "You're uh-huh. early. What are you doing here?" You know. Yeah. But then during the, you know, this whole thing, there's fuck, there'd be 200 people in the room, right? Yeah. Um, I I could I know Matt's staff, so I could see them kind of. I knew something was different. Something was happening. So yeah. this guy comes over and he whispers in one of Matt's staff's ear, "The boss is two minutes away." Right. Cool. Oh, right. And then he goes, "Can I get a business card?" So he grabs one of Matt's business cards off it, writes a note, walks down to Matt and hands it to him. It was a fucking West Wing moment, mate. You know, yeah. you know those moments when the, the, the president would be handed a piece of paper, open it, and then yeah. shut it in a meeting? It yes. was totally like that. It was awesome. <laughs> and then the Premier came down and, you know, gave the kids a, a rev up about leadership and yeah, nice. helping each other. And it was, mate, it was really good. It's the kind of thing that yeah, I've seen smart him. kids I need see to see. I saw him when they, uh, at the day they were, had 2GB was at the opening of the Allianz Stadium. Right, yeah, and he was he was on just before he, I was on to on the radio. They they yeah. had the thing set up at the front. Tall dude, eh? Big big massive, fella. Yeah. yeah. My yeah, poor daughter fella. was sitting in the front row. Yeah, and he was standing right in front of her, and she's like, "Look at Sawney." <laughs> but I tell you what, you got, though, what eight I kids? Sh- How many kids he got? Seven kids or something? He certainly mate. isn't aware. Someone's of got the a contraceptive process. Yeah, yeah. Someone's got a shadow of a Netflix subscription, mate. What's going <laughs> over there? Mate, that's, some, I think that's the problem. They're Netflix and chilling, you know. That's what's happening. Whoa. <laughs> Mate, I still, I still am confused by that term. Netflix and chill. Is, is it come over, let's watch Netflix, or is it come over and we're going to have sex? It's come what over, let's, have, let's watch Netflix. We're going to have Netflix uh, on in the background and then just giddy up. It's uh, mm-hmm. get it on. It's really? the lingo for come around and let's yeah. snuggle and watch some well, TV. I, don't, I, I can't. I, I, don't, I don't think that's true. Netflix what? and chill means you're going to watch Netflix. What, and, and, Stephen, and you, can't, you can't argue with popular culture. That's what the really? kids are saying when they're I think they're it's open up. to interpretation, mate. It's open to well, interpretation. Well, in your household, obviously, 
It's different. So all okay. these times my daughter's been telling me she's going to Netflix and chill with... <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> but, yeah, this what is do you an do? eye-opening what podcast do you do, for Stephen. What do you do? No, no. But, um, yeah, no, just on the parliament And it's thing, all was, happening was, uh, on your subscription. Yeah, good. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, they've all got mine. But uh, my, my parliamentary adventures, which I mentioned briefly on the on Two Blokes, was... um. That was a really exciting week. We were down there for like a week. We went on a Sunday, got back on mm. the Friday. I think it was a full week we were there. Yeah. And um, it was, uh, you know, as I said, I was like one of a hundred students from around Australia that that was chosen to go down there, and yeah. we all represented different uh, different districts, parts of Australia. And uh, my mate Wade, who I played junior footy with, was there as well. We had lunch with Lionel Bowen, who was our local member, yeah, and deputy prime minister at the time. Met Bob Hawke, who was the prime minister at the time, yeah, and uh, just got a feel for how the things work down there. How, how it's, you know, we had a tour through Parliament, and uh, I, I met Barry Cassidy, who was like the the, the red hot uh, ABC yeah. p- chief political. Um, yeah, no, you said that, yeah, 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 and um, yeah, it was good, and met met a few people and kept in touch with them. It was really nice. I don't think thing. they do it anymore. It was part of the Queen Elizabeth II Silver Jubilee Trust. Well, I mean, that, that it's my, my, both Harry and Vivi are going to Canberra yeah. next week with the school for three days. Oh, wow. School excursions. Right? Three wow. days in Canberra, yeah. In our That's school, awesome. every it alternates every, I don't know, but every kid gets to go. Yeah, right. Um, so so as an adult, have to go with him? Do you have to go with him? No, mate. Teachers. That's what teachers Teachers looking after him? Yeah. So three nights they're away. No, two nights. Two nights. They're away three days, yeah. Whoa. So what's, mate, fun and games at the long household, mate? No, hardly any kids at home, mate. Jacko. Well, Amanda's Jacko. got a big... Mate, Jacko, go to the movies. See you later, brother. Amanda's got a big uh, fair on that weekend, oh. so she's going to be working heaps. And Tell so her to cancel, I said to Jacko, mate, let's rip and tear on the bloody sim. Let's get happening. Let's yeah. get some bathers running. Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Um, but, so uh, yeah, that, so yeah. the Canberra thing, like I went to Canberra, as, as I said to you, and I think the kids pretty much do yeah. the same thing. Going to Questacom, going good. up to Telstra Tower, yeah. going up, you know, or Telecom but Tower I, when I went there. <laughs> I went to, uh, yeah, I went to Parliament House when we were, when we had Voice Bite up, uh, before Voice Bite got up and running, we were talking, because I know my local member, yeah. Matt Thistlethwaite, he went to school, I went to school with him. He, he yeah. was a year below me at school, and uh, or a couple of years below me at school. And we'd got like we were chatting with him, and he invited us down there to show to show Labor his Labor colleagues voice bite and how it all worked and stuff. And that was a really good day. We, and he gave us he gave us the passes for question time, and it was a Wednesday, so I had to do my tech my segment with Chris Smith at the, at the time. We're doing the afternoons, and I just used the two the studio there. They got a full studio yeah. in Canberra, yep. and I just hopped in there. It was like I was being it was like in the studio in Sydney. That was a great day. Yeah, yeah. And I used to go down every yeah. month and a half. We, when I, in the last two years that I was at SBS, I oh. was fuck, how was I involved? Oh, because I was in charge of the camera crews and everything down there. So I had to do the you know performance reviews and everything for the camera team. The cameras, really? Jeez. Yeah, um, like the, the basically the engineering side of things. And so, oh, so they I had a, they had a full time crew in Canberra. Oh, mate, the they got a like you think the two GB studios. Interesting. Yeah, it's, right. It's a closet compared to the SBS office. And then you <laughs> yeah. walk into the ABC. Mate, the ABC office is as big as 2 yeah, Sydney massive. Studios. Like What's Channel huge. 9? Channel 9's office would be decent there. Yeah, pretty it? solid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've got um, one, two or not, three It's not crazy. It'd be – Channel 9's would be – it's two rooms. Like there's one big room at the back where all the desks and stuff are. And then there's like a yeah. studio bit at the front where they do have there's a like, green screen there a backdrop there for their, for their – yeah, for their um, – <clears throat> Yeah, for their um, I yeah, would right. say it's about the size of my office at Thornley, yeah. two, uh, the upstairs and downstairs, but put side by side. 
Um, wow. So it's, you know, decent size for, you know, three or four people or five or six people, whoever three it is. Three or four journos, um, yeah, right. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's an amazing building in that sense. So, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I look forward to it. And I, awesome. yeah. I, I showed Victoria a photo of her when she was five. I took Harry Jackson and Vivi to Canberra to see one of my uncles and yeah. we went to Parliament House and I showed her a photo. I said, this is you seven years ago, you know, Whoa. so... You're going to get to go back there again because it's so how you know, old is she now? Sydney, she tw- State she Parliament in now? New South Wales is tiny, tiny. Yes, yeah. You know when you go to Canberra, it's enormous. There's a lot more people yeah. there. So she's she's 12 now and she was five then. So, jeez, yeah, it's cool. So she's starting high school next year, eh? Yeah, man. Mm. Wow, wow. <sighs> Fun and games. <laughs> good times. Good times. So Jacko's turning 16. Yeah, you're going to have a teenage daughter next year. Good yeah. luck to you, mate. Fun and games. Fun Thanks, and games. Great, Great stuff. Anyway, just, gonna, just enjoying, enjoying <laughs> you watching. Watch your mate. It's, just, it's like a not a rite of passage. It's mean, something parents, mate. We've got to. Yeah. This is part of the challenges of being a parent, you know. Nothing, no, not absolutely. that there's any dramas. Your kids are good kids and they're going to be yeah, all fine. I think fine we both, and, yeah. um, you know, lucked into a good. But it's an interesting thing because yeah. I said to. I was talking to one of the dads here today, like, as we were. Fucking doing a morning tea, so I had to stand and chat for fucking an hour. And you know me, I don't like the chatting at the best of times. Um, but this guy I knew, we, we'd been to their house, like we, they're friends of, of the family kind of thing and of the yeah. kids. And I was telling him a story about, and I think I've mentioned this briefly, but Harry's got a mate and he he's kind of, he always needs support. He's he's always, one of the boys has got to be there to kind of just be there for him, right? That's that's just how he is at school, which is cool. Yeah. And we're, we're cool okay. with that because he's a good kid. Um, yeah. And he, he had long hair, like Harry. You know, this oh. kind of long hair. Harry's got it yep. shaved underneath. But anyway, so yeah. this kid had, I don't know what happened, but he got massive knots in his hair and they had to shave it. Oh. They had to shave oh. his head crew cut style, right? Really? Oh. So he comes to school. He's not crying or anything, but he's just, he's annoyed because it happened, right? Harry yeah. comes home that day and he goes, I'm going to cut my hair. What, what do you mean? Huh. He goes, I'm going to cut my hair because my mate had to, you know, shave his head. Um, oh. So I'm like, so you're doing this just because you feel just for Just to him. support him. And I went, mate, you can't teach that. I said to this yeah. other dad, I said, so he goes, your feel kids so are good. And I went, you know what? I mean, yeah, I'm sure they're, nice. they're going to have their issues and everything, but I don't what know. What a we didn't, man. we didn't teach him that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I think that's just course, in your blood, mate. don't you reckon? Well, you did. You kind of did teach him that, mate, because he sees what you do. He sees <laughs> how you act. It's like they're the sort of things where you that are taught by example. You know, they see you yeah. doing stuff. They see you being nice to people and... That's how I like to think. Anyway, you teach your kids all the hard lessons that, yeah, okay, this, do this, do that. But I reckon they pick up more. And I reckon myself too. I think sort of the, the things like that sort of thing, being considerate to other people, the work ethic, I think that's just something you just pick up because of what yeah. you're seeing. Like, like my, my old man worked that hard. Like, he, he just, he set the tone for the work ethic. And even my mum, you know, she was she was really dedicated to running the house. And it was, mm. uh, I think that these are the sort of things where, you know, we're, we're lucky enough. Our kids have picked that up. And, like, I, I never, like, all my kids were, you know, touch wood, all, all had great friends, never really got into any kind of trouble. You know, I, I knew their parents of all their friends. And, and they all grew up together, finished school together, started careers and university and stuff together. And mate, I, I've never had a, never had a drama, I think, because the sort of the, the the friends, I think, birds of a feather, you know, that thing so where your son, Harry, would pick in an instant a troublemaker and think, not for me, right? Yeah. That that's that's what what I think has like my kids grew up and you know went got through all their teenage years and finished high school and did all that stuff 
without any major hassles, which I'm very thankful for. Mm. But uh, and it was because they had a good bunch of friends, we had a good network of friends, and the parents were all, all on the same page. And it sounds like you've got sort of the the the, the that sort of structure around your kids too. It just makes me think about the kids that do go off the rails. Like you, 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 know, yeah. you see it on the news. You know, you, mm. you hear it. I don't know. It just. But you, you know wonder. what? I've got a little theory about that. I reckon. You know, it's it's. Being, being a parent, I think the hard the hardest thing is to say no to your kids. Mm. Easy, easiest thing <laughs> in the world is to just say not to avoid the battle. Yeah. Say yeah, okay, go do what you want. You know what I mean? And they're the yeah. sort of kids who who get away with it. They think they can do whatever they want, and that that's what they carry with them. Like I remember young when I was younger, when I was sixteen, seventeen, starting to go out, and my man said, "Right, be home by 12. I went, "Okay, yeah, got a curfew." And then I'm, I'd, I'd sort of be half ashamed, sort of saying, "Oh, boys, I got to go. I have got an early start tomorrow." Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I'd make the excuse that I got to get home. I can't, I'm not going to say, "Oh, I got to be home by twelve or I'm in trouble," whereas they were all out for, for however long they wanted. Yeah, good luck to them. But I think that I'm thankful of that now because it was it, it allowed me, and I, and I sort of taught this lesson to Aaron, my son as well, and my daughters. It taught me that yeah, you got to you got to wrap it up sometimes. There's got to mm. be a time where you go, go right, time to go home. And, yeah. and as I said to Aaron, I said, mate, I said, look, you've got that because you've got to know when enough's enough. When you get older and you're doing, you're running your own race, that's good for you. But at the moment, you need to sort of have a bit of structure. You need to have, know that, okay, I've been out for eight hours. It's time to go home. Because yeah. you're gonna, there's going to be nights where you're going to have to work the next day. There's that stuff you have to do. And I think if you learn that discipline young and, and know the reason for it, you're not just being a, a prick to say, I don't want you here at 12, I'm in charge of you. Mm. If you give them that kind of guidance and say, right, well, the reason for that is because, mate, you've got to know when to pull the pin. Otherwise, you're going to go all night and there'll be no, there's, no, there's no discipline in your life to say, well, I, can, I don't have to go home. I can just do this whatever I want. And that that's that's sort of the part of what I was saying earlier, where it's easiest thing in the world for a parent to say is yeah, do what you want, and they're the ones, the kids that have all that free range that that don't have that good network of friends and that sort of like-minded friends that are get they get into trouble, mate. You know, like how often mm. you see those dramas with like in Queensland, those young kids committing crimes. They're in, they're in groups. They're not alone. They're in no. groups. So they're, <clears> and then, mate, there was a twelve-year-old kid who was like was driving a, a stolen car. And got hurt. I think he got he got injured and died. Like what the hell? What the fuck are they happen? doing? How is that? And, and like, mate, just, I can't just imagine on that, Harry I reckon being out yeah, of my house. I know that, but just just on that, right? I reckon there has to be. You know what? If my if I let my if I walked my dogs, and they bit someone, I'm responsible for that, right? Right. So they can say, well, you're the owner. You got to pay the bills. It's your fault. How the fuck? Doesn't a parent isn't a parent responsible for for looking after their children? If 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 my if a 12, ch- kid goes sure. steals a car, kills someone, what the fuck was the parent? Why did why didn't you why didn't you know where they were? What are you doing? Mm. Mm. Yeah, you know, that that's that's the whole thing where it's sort of all care now responsibility. That's what she's really thinking. What the fuck were the parents doing? Where were the parents when their son was out at two in the morning? He's fourteen in a stolen car. Mm. What the hell? You know, and the tragic thing is, mate. There's family. There's people. Remember that couple that died? That were what the little girl was expecting, mm. and it was like a 17 year old, like a 15 year old kid or something, some young, a youth that should have been doing what he was doing, 
and look, mm. look at the effect it had. Yeah. I often wonder why the parents aren't held to account, at why they're not looking after their ch- their child. But it's an interesting one because you know, think about the number of times you get asked on the radio about I don't know things like screen time, right? Yeah. And nearly all the time, my simple answer is, um, look, I'll give you a list of devices, apps, things yeah. that will help. But yeah. mate, it's not going to help if you don't have a conversation, yeah. written rules, and agreed rules. Right? Fair if you come Fair in enough. and say we've installed this thing on our network, which will cut the internet off at this time and limit this, that's the those are yeah. the rules. Kids are going to yeah. get the shit and they're going to find a way around it. But if you yeah. say, listen, I this is going to be hard, but we need to set some boundaries around screen time because we want this, da, 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 and we want to, we, we don't care how long you use it for, but it's going to stop at 8 o'clock, for example. Mm. How does that make you feel? And then you talk about it as a family. And you know what? Fair enough, mate. You can end up agreeing to what you initiated, but you talk about it, right? Yeah. And then everyone understands the rules. They understand yeah. why they're there, or at the very least, they don't agree with them, but they, they hear you out. Yeah. And then you goes, implement, then you implement the technology that does it. Exactly right. And you've done a great job with that. And like, I'm, I'm thankful that my kids were <laughs> a little bit older. Uh, like, I didn't have my kids were like when when they were on Facebook and and doing screen time, mate. They were in their teens already. So it's like I sort of avoided that. But mm. what you were saying just a minute ago sort of goes back to that whole set the curfew. What? Why? Like you'll be That's having true, this yeah. conversation. Actually, you'll you're be right. setting this yeah. conversation with your son, mate, in a few years' time, right? You'll be saying, yeah, mate, be yeah, home by twelve, and yep. you he'll say why. And you'll have an answer. You'll say, well, this is why, because you yeah. need to know the boundaries. You need to know that it's time to pull it up and come home. Yeah. So I know where you are. You know that, okay, you can enjoy yourself till this time. You've got to be home. That yeah. sort of adds, le- teaches you responsibility. Yeah, it's funny, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's, I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll sound like complete wankers here or no. like we're experts. But the, the thing, I, and I always say this when I'm on the radio, I say, listen, I am not the best parent in the world. I, there's definitely things I've done wrong and will do wrong. I'm just telling you my experience, and I can tell you that, from everyone I've spoken to, implementing things, yeah, we're talking screen time, but it could be about yeah. it, without that conversation or that, you know, agreement, mm. really just that's the failing is if you come down hard. So I think it's actually both ends of the spectrum, isn't it? If you come down too hard, then yeah. they, they oh, reel yeah, back they'll on have it. the opposite. They'll and, react. And if, yeah, you of course, go, they'll rebel. if you go too loose without any rules, it's it's also yeah. the, the problem. So it's really just simple middle ground, isn't it? You got to find the zone, mate. You got, and, but like you said earlier, you got to have the conversation with them. You got to say, well, you know, it, it, a, a parent could say, oh, why, why, dad? Oh, because I said so. Yeah. Okay. That that's that doesn't cut it. That's not going to work. Think having yeah, having right, the conversation and giving them a reason. To say, right, okay, mate, the reason why we're doing this is because this is why I reckon you need to do it. But I don't know, you know, learn responsibility. This is this. There's a limit to what you've got to do. And I think then they end up understanding, they end up appreciating why. I think mm. that then that helps them when, when it's time for them to do what you told them to do. Well, you know that what? helps them rac- rationalise it. I'll bring this full circle back to the Parliament thing. It was fascinating because a lot of... And it was part because, you know, the room was full of parents as well, but a lot Mm. of those sports stars and the Premier and Matt all said to the kids, and you know what, you've got to, you know, you've got to look after your friends, you've got to treat your teachers with respect because they do one. And, you know, you've got to respect your parents because they're they're just doing the right thing for you. Dominic Perrottet, New South Wales Premier, said to these kids, Mm. you've got to understand that you are being given opportunities by your parents, that there are... Millions of kids in the world who will never get that opportunity, and so you should be thankful for it. And a couple of the sports stars yeah. said, "You know what? This kid, this cricketer, 
said, um, he said, look, you know what? I disagreed with a lot of what my parents did, but I'm kind of now saying sorry to them because I now understand. Yeah. And it's it's that whole thing. If it's not meant to be a smooth ride, we're not meant to get agreement. We're not meant to be best buddies. We want to be besties, but yeah, you're not going to have that happy happy ending to every conversation. Mm. But it's probably 10, 15 years away that when they'll remember, like you know, like oh, you do with your they'll dad. They'll appreciate it, mate. The, the, absolutely. The, the, like, the things that mattered. You know what? There are times where, you know, you, of course you want to be friends with your children. But there's mm. times where you got to be your, their dad, mm. and the, it, it's. Uh, I think a lot of the, there's a lot of parents get into trouble where they, you know, the, this is they've got to put the dad hat on sometimes, and not a, not a lot of them are comfortable with doing that. They want to, they don't want to, uh, not offend their child. They don't want their to disappoint their child. I think well, you know, the, you need to kind of have the the tough love sometimes with yeah. with, with certain things, but. Yeah, mate. Well, you know, you got it all ahead of you. That's all behind me, mate. That's all behind me. You got all the fun and games, mate. But look, you know, from what from what you heard said about Harry and how he's a considerate young bloke, I think you got no dramas, mate. There, and I'm sure VV and and Jackson are, are similar characters, mate. That they're yeah. very considerate young children. They've got a, set a good example by their parents. I think what's most funny about the private feed is how people say, "Did you remember last night at dinner?" Someone said, "Do you know how much prep do you do?" <laughs> like, I think Sweet so FA, in, yeah. in the software that we're using to record, there's a five-second countdown. Stephen said with yeah. six seconds to go, we should talk about streaming tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so we let, tell you what, let's make a commitment. Next week, we're going to talk about streaming because I've watched yes. a couple of things. Yeah, I've watched some to be new discussed. shows too. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, me too. And, yeah, so next week, let's talk streaming because that was the genesis of the private feed, I think, in, in many ways, wasn't yeah. it? You know, so. It was, yeah. We were sort of too large a tangent on two blokes. We had to sort of have another forum for that. Yeah. But, um, I feel like the other thing we should do is we should set ourselves on. Oh, it's, it's impossible because with the movie thing, you've already set me so many tasks, but I feel like we should watch a particular <laughs> season of Seinfeld at one point, like give ourselves oh, a yeah. month. Imagine yeah. if we said in the month of November – Let's yeah. all, everyone listening, watch season four. Season four. Season six yeah. or something, you know? Yeah, season um, four. And then well, it's three. Season four? three. Three season three, that, that's that's sort of the contest and all that. Season three is, I think, is the it's around there, three or think, four yeah. around there. Yeah, uh, and we so we watch a specific season, and at the end of having watched all that, it's that reflection <laughs> on it that might be an interesting private feed. But anyway, that doesn't do you remember? Matter. Was it when was it? I think you we, remember we put a couple in the can. It was about two we years did, ago. We did, we did, we did two, a no, it was a more than that. Episode. You went to Disneyland with your family, and I was in. Oh, I was in London. Yeah, yeah, I was in London with Huawei. And you, uh, we did the Seinfeld full episode of Seinfeld. That was one of our most listened to episodes. Wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't well. even about tech. <laughs> oh god, good times. All right, very Stephen. funny, mate. Um, very funny. Chat to you later. All right, buddy. Talk to you next week.